And so it was a good time for us. And at the same time, I'm, it made me realize this, that we need to go outside these four walls only because of this reason, that people are still broken outside, that people still need someone to talk to outside, that people are depressed, that's why we're offering seminars like this, that people are going through a lot of pressure in life. Why? Because we live in a world that is called VUCA. Can you say that with me? VUCA. And yung VUCA. VUCA. We live in a world that is VUCA. You know, this term was a term coined in the U.S. military school where it described the world that they lived in after the Cold War. It described uh, the place or the environment that people lived in. And what does it mean? VUCA means to be volatile, uncertain, you don't know what will happen. It's complex and ambiguous. You can't leave it out. You can't predict the life that we are in. You know, not only do they live in that world, we still live in a VUCA world today. Isn't it right? The world we live in today is still volatile. It's unsure. We're not sure what is happening. It's uncertain. We can't predict what will happen to us. We don't know if our jobs will be there, if our business will be alive in a couple of years. It's complex. There are so many ideas behind it, and it is ambiguous. VUCA. And because of living in a world that is VUCA, we have pressures in life. How many of you have experienced pressure? Raise your hand. And for those who have not, Lord, pressure. Diba? When we say pressure, ngayon, no, recently, when there is low pressure of water, there is high blood pressure with people. <laughs> The best uh, post that I saw in um, social media today was this. Na walang ka na ng tubig, dove pa sabon mo. Grabe, no? Ang hirap banlawan. Sabi ng isa, na walang ka na ng tubig, nag-conditioner ka pa. Pressure. Pressures in life. You know, when we go through pressures in life, you would realize this, that the things that you thought you are not, lumalabas pa rin. Fits of rage, lumalabas. Impatience, when we feel pressure. Hopelessness, we panic. I like what David said. You know David, right? David made a song with the queen. Are you familiar with David? How long you know David? David? David, right? David Bowie? You know what he said about pressure? Maganda to, no? I will... Put out the lyrics so that we know what pressure is. What he said, David Bowie and Queen. Pero it's better if we have music, right? Sige, play music. Tingnan lang natin if you will get it. Yun! That's my jam! Come on! Diba? You remember? Yana! Laba, sabi ng iso. Yeah, pressure! Huh? If you remember the lyrics, you remember the lyrics? What does it say? Diba? So the next time when you go through pressures in life, gaganya ka na lang. Dun, 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 dun. Diba? Diba, John? John Ramos? Diba? See? It says, Pressure! I don't wanna see. <laughs> Puts people on the street. Diba? Sabi niya? It's knowing what the world is about. Sabi niya? 
Okay, cut music. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out. When you go through pressure, it brings out the worst in us. We go through pressure that we don't know what to do. The lyric says, it actually allows us to tear down buildings. It splits family in two. This is the pressure that we encounter in life. Jesus said something close to this. He said that in this life, John 16, verse 33, in this world, you will have tribulation. Whenever we say the word tribulation, what comes to your head? For us, it's problems. For us, it's trials. It's uh, something that we don't want to go through. It's something that stretches us. But when you look at the Greek word of tribulation, it actually really means pressure. It's pressure that causes one to feel confined, restricted without options. Have you felt that kind of pressure? That you don't know what to do in your life. That you don't know where to go. That you don't know who to run to because there is so much pressure. But today, we have good news. God will encourage us to the story of um, the Gospel of John. And this is Jesus speaking. And He will tell us what to do in life when we go through pressure. Because this is reality. Pressure, they say, is... It's either we are entering into one, it's either we are in one already, or we just exited a situation that we don't like. And so the question is not if we will go through pressure or trials or troubles. The question is when and how do we conquer the pressures in life. Are you guys ready? Okay, for the three people... Thank you very much. Verse 30 of John 16, it says here, Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. Who was this? This was the disciples. Jesus was in the upper room with his disciples. He was sharing his thoughts. He was teaching them who he was. And now they say this, Sabi nila, Now I know who you are. Now we understand. And now we believe you that you came from God. Sabi nung 12. Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Do you really believe? There are two, th- two reasons why Jesus asked this question. One, because he knows he di- they did not fully believe. God allowed it to happen, that the Holy Spirit hasn't revealed to them all the teachings of God. Napansin niyo, no? when Jesus was still alive, when you go through the Gospels, they did not understand most of what, what he was teaching until the time that he resurrected. That's the first. And second, What his question really was is, do you truly believe? I remember this story about a tightrope artist. Have you heard of his uh, story, Charles Blondid? Have you heard of that story? In 1853, I think, he was the first one, uh, tightrope artist, who crossed, how do you pronounce that? Uh, Niagara, Nagaraya? (laughs) Ne- Glenda, you're here. Okay. Niagara. Niagara. Okay. So he was the first one who crossed Niagara Falls. And so everyone from Canada and the U.S. went there. And so there's this guy who's going to cross this uh, falls. While it was so high, so he crossed it. with, with First, he did it with... Um, on his own, with that stick. Now he does it with a bike. Now he does it blindfolded. He did so many tricks. And so everyone was shouting. Alam niyo yung feeling na gano'n? Yung pagka, yung first step, yung, ah! 
Yung sabay-sabay mga tao, <gasps> until they crossed it, no? kinabag sila lahat. And so after crossing this, this um, falls, which was a significant uh, amount of feet, and when the, the winds were strong, he then went back to the audience and said, Do you believe? If I was uh, Charles Blondin, and I would ask you that, Do you believe? Ang mga Pinoy talaga hindi bagay sa mga magician or mga ganun. Parang wala lang sa kanila pagkatas ko tumawit. What will you say? Yes, right? No, okay. No, so, sabi niya, yes, yes, we believe, yes. Do you believe that I can cross it with a bike? Sila, yes, woo! And so sabi niya, I need a volunteer. Oh, silence. Sabi niya, if you really believe, who is willing to volunteer and ride on my back as I cross the falls? Sabi nila, di baka may magic trick lang yan, may net, baka may magnet. Do you think they said yes? Do you think somebody would dare say yes to cross the bridge behind this back, Charles Blondet? Do you believe that he crossed? Yes, they saw him. He crossed it. Unfortunately, nobody said they believed that they would be behind this back. In August 19, there, 1859, Charles Blondet crossed that falls that I can't pronounce with Harry Colcord, his manager, who truly believed. You know, to believe is two things. We can actually believe and say, yes, I believe in Jesus. But there's another kind of belief where there is faith that is part of it. That when you say, I believe, that is by faith, that even though I get pressured, that even though I'm put in a situation that I don't like, I still believe who you are. This is the challenge for us today. It's easy to say, I believe in Jesus, really. I've said it a million times when I was still young, as a believer. Yes, I believe Him. But do we really, truly believe who Jesus is? As we continue, verse 32, now Jesus continues to expound why he asked this question if they believe. He said, Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come. Malapit na. It has come already. When you will be scattered. Sabi niya. When you will be scattered, each to his own home and will leave me alone. There will come a time na iiwan niyo ko. I like the message version. It says here, in fact, you are about to make a run for it. For the believers, for the 12 who has been doing life with Jesus, who has been doing the miracles, seeing Jesus do the miracles, providing a care and love by a friend in Jesus, sabi nila, impossible. Walang iwanan. Lord, walang iwanan. Kaya nagalit si Peter, remember? He rebuked Jesus when he was talking about his death. De, walang iwanan. For the guys here, Nasabi niyo na ba yun at one point in time with your friends? Pare, walang iwan ng kahit ano mangyari. When I was in high school, we got into trouble, my entire barkada. And I remember this because the principal's office asked to bring the entire barkada. Say, oh guys, pinapatawag ngayon ng principal. Ito yung names. On the way there, it's a significant walk. If you're familiar with UP Town, yun po yung dating UPIS Hall. Malayo yung old building papunta sa principal's office. So the whole time we were walking, kaya pare, walang iwanan. 
Walang aamin, pare. Pare, walang iwanan talaga. Pira-pira kami, gano'n. Oh, guys, ano na to? Kasi ano to? Future na to. Walang iwanan. Pagpasok sa principal's office, yung pinakamaingay na walang iwanan pag gano'n. Oh, ano masahin mo? Sila po kasi. You know, in life, people will fail us. People will leave us alone. We will scatter. This is what Jesus was saying. You know, it's funny because if I were Jesus, if you put yourself in Jesus' shoes, that you would know that your disciples would leave you when you get arrested. Kung ikaw, no, parang, ano ba naman ito mga to? Three years kong kasama, iiwan nila ako. They would betray me, they would deny me, and they would scatter, they would go to their home. Why? Because that is the safest place that they want to be in. Walang iwanan. Diba? Just like the vendetta. Sabi nila, walang iwanan. Oh, tumakbong senator na si Romulo. Tapos si Jade nasa kiss. Sa halik. Anyway, I don't know why I do these things. <laughs> to scatter. Jesus was actually talking about human nature. Why? Because in our nature, human instinct is we try to preserve ourselves. We try to save ourselves. We try to make sure that we are safe. And that's why for people who are under great pressure and great stress, there are only two options, to flight or to fight. But whenever the pressure is so much, whenever we feel so much pressure, do you have the, the strength to fight? Diba usually you just want to run away? To scatter, the Bible says. And so, it made me realize, ano ba ibig sabihin ng scatter? Why, do we, why did Jesus use that term? And so I went to, uh, I was directed to Mark chapter 14, verse 27. And it says here, and Jesus said to them, this was also a prophetic word, you will fall away. And so to scatter is to fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. You will fall away, meaning you will run away because I will be attacked. To run away is to forget who we are in Christ and to go back to what we know that the world offers. When we have so much pressure, the default mode is, Ganito ko sinolvian noon. I will do it again this way. To forget and fall away is to forget the promises of God and return to the promises that you can easily claim that the world offers. To forget our identity in Him and remember our old self. That is to fall away. But the Greek word of fall away, and I want you to get this, is very important. The Greek word of to fall away is skandalizo. You know what it means? To hinder right conduct or thought and to cause to stumble or to fall into a trap. Imagine what Jesus was saying is, yes, you will run away. But because you are leaving me, because you are physically and mentally and emotionally leaving what you know that I have taught you, you are actually going into a trap. To run away from Jesus is to run towards a trap. A trap that the world offers. Just like Peter, remember? As soon as he denied Jesus three times, what did he feel? He was so Hard on himself. Why? He betrayed the best friend that he had. The master, the teacher, the most important person in his life he betrayed. And he actually dwelled on that. It was a trap. Emotionally, what happened? 
nung nabuhay si Jesus, when on the third day he was raised again, Peter didn't want to go back. Kaya nga nag-isda na lang siya. When we run away from Jesus, we run towards a trap. For us, as believers, we should have this in mind. That when we encounter trials and troubles, pressures in life, that to run away from Jesus should be the last option that we should consider. As we continue, it says here, Sabi naman ni Jesus, You will leave me alone, but don't worry, I am not alone because the Father is with me. Even at the darkest time in the life of Jesus, when he was about to be nailed on the cross, when he was flogged, when he was beaten, when he was spit at, he may felt like he was alone, but Scripture says he was never alone. It's a promise that also Jesus was showing his disciples. As children of God, we know this, that even in the darkest moments of our lives, when we feel that we are alone, we are never alone. God will always be with us. Isaiah 41 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Pressures in life. It's all different forms, different kinds. People may leave us, but if we know that God will always be with us, that's something to be peaceful about. Tama ba? You know, when we talk about never being alone, I hope you know this, that in the height of our worship, just like today, when we worship God, when you are in a high in your walk with God, He is with you. Even when you don't like raising your hands, even when you don't like worshiping Him, even if you don't like sometimes declaring that He is Lord in your life, He is still with you. That in the best times of your life, God is with you, but reality is even when you sin, He is with us. God is always with us. Amen? You guys are quiet today. Okay, verse 33, as He continues, um, Jesus says this, I have said these things. What things? What was Jesus talking about? He was talking about everything that he has told the disciples. He told them that I am the bread of life. He told them seven I am's in the book of John. I am the way, the truth, and the light. I am the vine. That you can't live your life apart from the vine. He was talking about who he is. Why? Because when we have pressures in life, when we encounter problems, who do we run to? The people we know who can help us, right? Pag inisip mo, no? pag nagka-problema ka financially, ay, punta ko kay Avram. Na-promote yun, may extra yun. Pag naubusan kang pagkain, ay, punta ko kay Alvin. May extra, delata yun. What Jesus was saying is, He was reminding them of who He was, that when you have problems in life, I am the one who can satisfy you. All these things, He was saying, I am the true vine. As he continues, it says here that in me you may have peace. Say that with me. In Jesus we have peace. What is it to be in Jesus anyway? He uses this term in me because he actually just explained a previous uh, chapter 
of being in the vine. Sabi ni Jesus, di ba? When you are connected in the vine, when the branch is connected in the vine, it will live. It can have fruits. But when the branch is cut away from the vine, what happens? The branch withers. We die. So what Jesus was saying is, if we abide in Him, if we are connected to Him, if our life is always in the source connected to Him, we will have peace. What is peace? In Hebrew, it's shalom. Diba? Sinabi ko na ito noon. Yung peace na malamig, ano yun? Shalom pas. Ah, tagal na nilang di narinig yun. Sorry, okay. In Greek, it's called erene. Yan. Can you say that with me? Erene. Peace. You know, the word peace in the Bible, how it is defined, it's more than the absence of conflict. It's more than that. That you can actually be in the middle of conflict but have that peace. It's being whole. It's being content. It's being complete. The Bible says in the Amplified Version, perfect peace that comes from God. I saw this quote in the internet. It says, peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, no trouble, or stress. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. It's something that happens within us, that we cannot get it from the world. Peace or shalom is defined as completeness, wholeness, good health, peace, safety, tranquility, prosperity, perfectness, fullness, and rest. Who wants that kind of peace? You know, the world offers so many ways of peace. But the Bible says, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. What do we understand with this verse? That only the peace that comes from God is the peace that we need. It surpasses all understanding. Even the things we do not understand. Even the things that we wish we know. You know the problem when we meditate on the pressures in life, what happens? We ask the question, what if? Yan. Sino sa inyo mahilig magtanong ng what if pag may problem, di ba? Yung, kunwari, no, nag, tinawag ka ng boss mo. Francis, I need to see you in the office in five minutes. <laughs> Ganon, no? Sa corporate world, when I was there in, when I was still in Holcim, pag tinawag ako ng boss ko, Francis, can I meet you in 30 minutes sa office ko? Yes, sir. Naku, what if, may ginawa ako mali. Naku, what if, Ako, what if wala na akong trabaho? Naku, bukas wala na akong pera. Naku, uh, pa, mag-ready ka na. Wala na akong trabaho. Ano nangyari? Basta. And I get to the office of my boss and says, you know what? May kikwento ko sa'yo. Ang ganda ng pinanood kong movie eh. Just want to show. Napanood mo na ba? Hindi pa, sir. Panoorin mo. Magpanood kayo ng wife mo. O sige, yun lang. What if? We dwell on the things. And so the more that our minds work on the things that we should not be thinking about, the pressure piles up. We have more pressure. We have more... Uh, sometimes pressures in life are actually self-inflicted. But it's good that we meditate on the Word. It's good sometimes to be still. It says here, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Yes, Lord, I don't even understand. But it's okay. Why? Because you will guard my heart and my mind in Jesus Christ. I like that peace. 
that I don't need to understand everything that is happening in me. And so we should learn this today, that in Jesus, we can have true peace. The world offers so many kinds of peace. Ang problem, sometimes, it's only temporary. It's fleeting. For us to have peace is to know, right? Inaalam pa natin. Why? Because we want control. We are people who want to be in control. And so sometimes, we do things to find our own peace. Sometimes we drink our peace to get numb. I remember when I used to smoke, and I'm going to say this because this is a true excuse that the world has convinced a lot of us. And I used to say this. And my mom and my dad used to smoke. Oh, smoke. So, tatlo kami. Ang, dis- ang-, ang weird, no? Pag- <sighs> Kamusta buhay, anak? Okay naman, ma. <laughs> and so, sabi ko sa kanya, I remember this conversation. Sabi ng mami ko, why do you start smoking? <laughs> sabi ko, it gives me, ano eh, I get relaxed. Uh, it relaxes me. Pag may problema ako when I smoke, parang nare-relieve. Yeah, right. Is that true? Maybe. But after the cigarette, what happens? Your problem is still there. I'm saying this out of experience and because I love you guys. The peace of the world is sometimes fleeting. It convinces us that we need it, but eventually we want more. And we're going to help. For, we're actually going to hurt ourselves more. As we continue, verse 33, we go back. It says here, that in me you may have peace, but in the world you will have tribulation. This is our main text. Sabi niya, in the world you will have pressures. In the world you will have problems. In the world you will have to go through storms, rivers to cross, mountains to climb. This is reality. And I want you to get this. All of us are not exempted. Jesus said it. We know it's going to happen. That we will go through pressures, trials. But for us believers, I hope you get this, that we have God in our lives. The only difference that we have with everyone who don't have a God, with everyone who don't worship the King of all kings, is that they deal with their own pressure. We can actually surrender it to Him. In, the, in Jesus, we have peace. In the world, we have tribulation. So, I'm going to ask you this question, and I know you're going to answer this right. So, of the two, in Jesus you have peace, and in the world you have tribulations, what would you choose? In Jesus or in the world? Amen, right? But there are times, maybe sometimes for us, maybe even for me, that as soon as we go through the troubles, we forget that option. We still go back to what we know. We still go back to the things that we think are, that are secure. We still go back to the ways of the world. We still go back to how we run to or where we run to when we didn't know Jesus. You know, we're no different from the people who were saying, yes, we believe that you crossed that river. Now are you willing to ride my back and I will cross it with you? Do we really believe and honestly say in our lives today, That as soon as we enter another pressure in our life, that as soon as we encounter another problem in our lives, we can say, Lord, 
I want to have that peace in you. You will be my first option. It ends here. It says, but take heart. I have overcome the world. In other versions, it says, be of good cheer. Another version says, take courage. You know, it's a disposition of who we are as believers. That when we go through problems, that when we go through trials, yes, you'll feel bad. Yes, sometimes you don't want to stand up. Yes, you just want to lie down in your house. But the Bible is saying that be of good cheer. Take heart. Have courage. Why? Because we have hope in Him. We have to actually rise up and say, Lord, I know you will redeem me and I'm going to do what I need to do because you will rescue me from this. Because you're the one. I am in you. I will abide in you. Whatever you want me to do, I will do. It's a disposition. It's something that will energize us to move forward. You know, for the victory group leaders here, if you have, do we have victory group leaders here? Can you raise your hands? You know, for, and I know most of you, we have so many testimonies of people, you would see them, they're very jolly, they're very energetic, they devote so much time in discipling people, but when you talk to them personally, you would know these victory group leaders are actually going through so much in their lives. But you don't see that. Why? Because they can say that their peace is in God. You know, life doesn't end when we have problems. Our life shouldn't end when we have problems. Why? Because we are in God. Jesus was actually so confident, if you think about it, He said, Take heart, I have overcome. At this time, when He was talking, Napako na ba si Lord sa cross? Nipa. He was so confident that He would accomplish the mission. He was so confident that He would accomplish what God has told Him to do. That He will save the lost. That He will fulfill the destiny that he has been called to. He was so sure, and I hope you get this, that we can also be sure that when we are going through problems, God will be the one to deliver us from that. He will be the one to take us away from that troubles and that pressure. First John chapter 5, verse 4, this is our identity in Christ. It says here, For everyone who has been born of God, who's that? Us? For everyone who's been born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world. What does it say? Our. Malalaglag na ako, sabihin niyo. Faith. Okay, thank you. Tell the person beside you. Sabihin mo sa kanya. Tap mo. Our faith can make us overcome. This is who we are. We are overcomers. Jesus made a way for us to live our lives with hope. Why? Because we are overcomers. He made that, that this way. Ang problem is, the enemy would always try to lie to us that you are overcome by the world. You have to take hold of your identity in Christ. Because He has overcome the world, we can overcome the world. Amen? As I end, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. The problem for us, even me, is that sometimes I want to understand things before I say, Lord, I will follow you. 
Lord, explain mo sa akin, and then maniniwala ang sa'yo. Sige, Lord, pa- prove mo muna sa akin na nag-work, and then I will follow it. But the Bible says we do not need to understand everything because God's ways are higher than our ways. Because He sees the end result and we don't. As much as we want to project, we will never see what is behind that day after this. We, we can't see the end goal. Only God will allow us to go through this so that He can say, Ready ka na, anak. God allows us to go through pressures in life because it's also for our own good. This is a picture of a train tunnel that enters. And I like how uh, Corey Ten Boom said it, that when you en- enter a train tunnel, naka-experience na ba ng train tunnel? Siguro for us kasi it's only the Ayala, no? yung MRT, yung gaganon sa Ayala, and in Katipunan, I think, because you enter a dark place. But during this time, this was the mode of transportation. And when you ride a uh, train for the first time and you don't know the route, once you enter a tunnel, for some, they feel scared. Because they don't know how long it will be dark. Because they don't know if after, biglang dead end pala pa there. This is what Corey Ten Boom said. When the train goes through a tunnel and the world gets dark, do you jump out? Of course not. You sit still and trust the engineer to get you through. You know, the troubles in life are just temporary darknesses. The troubles in life that we will go through are just temporary things. It too shall come to pass. When we are in the train, we will not jump, I'm sure. When we are scared and we don't know what's happening, we won't jump out. Because we know that the driver of the train will make sure that we will go through it safely. I hope we know how to also reflect upon the things that we have been through the past three years, the past months, the trials that we went through. Have we been jumping out? Have we been fleeting? Have we been running away from the situation? There are times that people would actually just give up. I just quit. But there are times God wants us to be still and allow Him to do His work. John 14, verse 17, this is actually two chapters before. And it's funny because it's almost the same message as our main text. Jesus said this. He said, Peace I live with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. It's almost the same message. And then he repeats it two chapters after. You know why? Because we are people who easily forget. God wants to remind us that whenever we will go through problems, that when we will go through a, a situation that we don't like, a river that we will cross, one thing is for sure, if we remain in Him, we know we will get through that problem. Amen? Can I ask everyone to stand as we close in prayer? Heavenly Father, thank you that you are the one who speaks to us clearly today. Thank you, Lord God, that you want to have 
everyone, for all of us here to have and receive that peace today. The world says it's peace of mind. Some says it's peace beyond understanding, Lord, but today we just want that peace that comes from you. Allow God to speak to you today. Allow God to speak to your situation. Allow God to minister to you and give you that peace. Isaiah actually prophesied it. I just forgot which chapter. He said, the Prince of Peace will come. And it says there, His peace has no end. Grabe, no? The coming of Jesus was the only one who could actually bring peace that has no end. Who wants that kind of peace? Lord, thank you. Lord, with all heads bowed down and eyes closed, Lord God, we receive your peace today. Lord, we want that peace in our lives. That we can be ready, Lord God. That pressures will come. Yes, you said that. Some of us are maybe in right now. And so, Lord, we ask you, give us that peace that only you can give.